Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. You like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We're Nashville's on-demand sports.network and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, for our business, and for you guys. Renterswarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Renterswarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. Mandu, the pulse of fitness for one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room at mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Uh, Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings. Find them at calvinandsubtle.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care at boneandjointtn.org. And Wilson County Hyundai for your new ride. Head out to Lebanon, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Check them out, uh, and they will put you in that right car for you at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. So, Zach... The Titans got kind of busy there. There was a, a, a string of like a 24 hours where there was several newsworthy items that came out of the Tennessee Titans, including the cut of Adam Humphreys, which I thought was the right move. We talked about it over the last couple of weeks that it could potentially happen. Now they're still going to have to pay Adam Humphreys $5 million against the salary cap. That was his dead cap. But we asked the question, would you rather pay Humphreys $9 million? to play for you or pay him $5 million to not play for you? And the Titans decided $5 million to not play for you to get that extra cap space. Yeah, and, and it was all about what John Robinson thought about Adam Humphreys and the information that he had. We didn't have all of the information. We didn't have the medical information. Right. And that's important, right? Adam Humphreys was not worth the money that they paid him a couple of years ago to come over from Tampa. $9 million a year. He was not productive. He was more injured than good. Did have a game-winning touchdown catch versus the Kansas City Chiefs, or at least ended up being that with a blocked field goal soon after. But overall, disappointment. That was what Adam Humphreys was. He looked really good in practice. I remember in training camp, he's like, this guy runs really good routes. He catches the football when it's thrown to him, but couldn't stay consistently on the field, and he wasn't worth the squeeze in a year where this is – this is a massive offseason for the Titans. I mean, right? They made the playoffs. <clears throat> they went to the AFC Championship game. After that, they won the division, something they hadn't done since 2008. This year, but got bounced in the wild card, so regressed to a degree. This year, what are they going to do? This year, they have to win the division and get to the divisional round. They got to they gotta find a way to improve a defense and Im improve the weapons around Ryan Tannehill, not named Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown to do that. And Adam Humphreys, overall, we found out what John Robinson thought about the situation. That's why they cut ties. Well, it's funny. Like, here are the Titans wide receivers and tight ends currently under contract. A.J. Brown, Nick Westbrook. That's it. All four tight ends, Jonu, Ferkser, Pruitt and Swaim are pending free agents. Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, oh, Adam Humphreys just cut. Corey Davis, a pending free agent. Khalif Raymond, Cam Batson are free agents. Like they have to do something. And so it's, it's, we'll talk about Corey Davis a little later on, but the Titans have to either re sign their guys or really flip their pass catchers in a season where there's a lot of importance on, on having the offense not take a step back because you need to focus so much on building the defense and they're putting a lot of pressure on AJ Brown and they're putting a lot of pressure on whoever 
comes in and or if they re-sign somebody else or draft somebody, they're putting a lot of pressure on these guys because they have to be productive while this offense or while the defense is rebuilding for sure. Yeah, and and at the same time, they they got more money back, right? For an unproductive player. You have to think about I look at it as that's glass half full mindset, right? Yeah. You get more money back. Now you have to pay five million, but that's the cost of playing the game, cost of being the general manager. Uh, overall, I I would I agree with this decision. If if they would have said that they were to keep him, there had to have been a reason for that. And I think I would have diagnosed that. But the fact that John Robinson cut ties with the guy that he went out and handpicked in free agency a couple of years ago and now cut him to save money, I I trust that. You know, and John Robinson they trust. You know, I do trust John Robinson in this decision. So uh, here is the question that we want to get to you guys, and we'll go ahead and throw this out there because I think replacing Adam Humphreys is actually fairly easy to do. So the question I want to ask you guys is how should the Titans replace Adam Humphreys through the draft or free agent? How should the Titans replace Adam Humphreys either through the draft or a free agent? But first, I'm going to tell you guys about Mandu, the pulse of fitness. Look, Mandu, uh, I had a little birthday party for my wife on Saturday, so that meant there was a little alcohol going on. And Mandu got me through that on Sunday morning because I needed that Mandu workout to get a little sweat through. And I knew it was going to be easy. Even a little hungover, Mandu's 15-minute workout makes you know I can get through this thing. And it's also going to make you bigger. It's going to help you build muscle, help you burn fat, and it's going to be easy on your joints. Mandu.com, it's electronic muscle stimulation. So that 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. So your first workout is free right there at mandu.com, the pulse of fitness. Again, it doesn't matter what fitness level you're in right now. Mandu is for you. It doesn't matter what age you are. Mandu is for you. Mandu.com, your first workout, absolutely free. Also, can't forget about BetMGM, promo code A-T-O-Z Sports. That's A to Z Sports. They'll hook you up with a $600 risk-free bet. That means you put in $600. You make your first bet up to that amount. And it's risk-free. If you lose, you get your money back. If you win, you win. It's literally a win-win. Code A to Z Sports. Make sure you go to the App Store, whatever you use, an Android or an uh, iPhone. Go to your App Store. Download the BetMGM app and use promo code A to Z Sports to sign up. Uh, that new app, the BetMGM app, is now my most used app. I, don't, <laughs> I used it for six hours and 12 minutes last week. So uh, that was the, the app I was on the most. Anyway. Um, Ty is saying Mandu killed him on Friday. I'm sure you're feeling it right now on a Monday. Okay, so the question is, how do you replace Adam Humphreys? Is it through the draft or through free agency? A lot of comments flying in, Zach. Uh, I see Rob say draft. It's wide receiver heavy. Steven says free agent. Lane says draft the slot guy. Deontay going with somebody you're familiar with and something that A.J. Brown loves, Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss. So, so uh, let's stop there yeah, real quick yeah. because I love that idea. Go figure. Big shocker. I would love <laughs> – Elijah Moore is such a upgrade. I've seen this guy. I mean, I've watched every snap Elijah Moore is, has made in his Ole Miss career. They are friends. AJ and, and uh, Elijah Moore are boys. That, I think, does help. That, or does that become clicky, right? I mean, you can take it in, in different ways, but there's nobody else in the wide receiver room. Here's so they're the, thing. the only Here's, two guys. I know. They're just sitting at that table by themselves. But if if A.J. Brown likes Elijah Moore, then you have to kind of think the personalities at least go well together. And the Titans need more wide receiver personalities like A.J. Brown. No, because, absolutely. No, they, they, I, I 100% agree with you. I think my question, 
I would love that. Man, what a dream scenario uh, in my mind. But can you get Elijah Moore at the picks that you pick with the needs that you have? Because they need they need to draft a defensive pass rusher in the first round. And in the second round, you're drafting late in the second round. Is Elijah Moore there based on all the wide receivers that will go in the first round? Because, you know, it's pretty top-heavy. You know, the guys like Jamar Chase will get drafted. Devontae Smith, obviously, the Heisman Trophy winner. Jalen Waddell, uh, Tony from Florida, like uh, Terrence Marshall of LSU. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah. But, and those are all SEC guys, which is pretty funny. But uh, from two teams, essentially. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Those are the top five guys, right? Don't I mean, forget top, about the, uh, all the Alabama guys. Right. Well, and Jamar Chase didn't play. So that is a little bit different. I just don't think Elijah Moore is available right now when you are set to draft in the second round. But it doesn't mean you can't trade up because a top need for this team, defensive pass rush, probably defensive lineman. You're going to have a need at wide receiver, obviously. And then we got to see where they are at tight end. Middle linebacker is another need. But you you have got to draft an outside linebacker with your first round draft pick. You must. Like, no matter if you get J.J. Watt or you get another big free agent, you have to use that draft capital on a guy that can help you right away. And that usually happens in the first round. So it looks like Elijah Moore is being projected as a day two pick, so a second or a third round pick. Uh, And look, nobody expected A.J. Brown to be available at 51 overall, and there he was, right? So No, but no, that's apples and oranges, Austin, because that wide receiver class understand what that was compared to this wide receiver class. Because once, once guys starts getting picked, I mean, DK Metcalf, we all know about that story of how he fell to the, the Seahawks late in the second, which made no sense. And you look at this class, it's like a domino. Once a position goes, people start to freak out and they start to draft him. So Elijah Moore, that will not be the same scenario of what A.J. Brown, that happened compared to where Eliza Moore is. All right, so here's the question is, uh, do you replace Adam Humphreys for the draft or free agency? A lot of comments there on Elijah Moore. Joseph says draft. Jalen says draft. Tim, Danny, Zach said draft. Um, and Dadson brings a little more into it. It's 17 wide receivers in the top 117 picks per the huddle report. So, and that's pretty interesting about how many wide receivers are go- are going to go in the first four round, three or four rounds of the draft. Juan says draft the slot, and there's another uh, more in the second round. Uh, free agent from free bands, draft from Gene, draft from Dustin, draft from Chucky. Uh, the wide receiver from Purdue, Rondell Moore, who's a, a freaking beast. <laughs> like, uh, so if you get either more, uh, I think you're in good spot with uh, those two guys, Elijah and Rondell. Uh, Kevin says draft, Quay says draft. Zach, does, I mean, Curtis Samuel, uh, from Mikey and some others have also brought up Curtis Samuel. I, that guy seems to be uh, the most popular free agent name that I've seen in the comment section so far this morning. I, I think it's an easy fix, but I want to hear, Zach, your opinion on this. Free agent or draft for the Titans replacing Adam Humphreys? Great question. I think I've got to look at the free agents that are on the market. I like how you brought up Curtis Samuel because he was one of the guys that I was going to bring up okay. in the free agent draft class. But let's look at the talent and where you're going to find that talent. 
Looks like T.Y. Hilton is a uh, a free agent, but he's going to be ex- expensive as all get out. You've got Willie Sneed. You've got a very old 36-year-old Danny Amendola. You've got John Ross that nobody trusts. Will Fuller, I saw that on Twitter randomly. Uh, maybe a connection. Chris Connolly out of Georgia, who's 29. You've got, as we talked about, Curtis Samuel, Farrow Cooper from uh, South Carolina. Tavon Austin, who's kind of been around the league for a, lot, a long time. Nelson Aguilar. But overall... You have to look at your 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 capital, right? What it tells me, John Robinson saved money, but he had to spend money to save money. I don't think John Robinson, I'm not saying lesson learned, but I don't think he goes out and pays a because you're gonna have to pay for all those guys I just said. Yeah. I think the draft makes more sense and that's your risk. You take your risk not in paper, you take your risk in draft capital in the later rounds to get a hungry wide receiver that may be doubted that can go across the middle and catch the football and be reliable and be something that Adam Humphreys was not consistently on the field. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for consistency on the field from a younger guy. I I think the answer here is draft. I think the people are correct in the chat. So Rob brings up Humphreys ended up being a risk. They went out and signed a slot guy to a four-year, $9 million per year deal. Uh, and Brent brings up Juju. Juju is a, likely to be a free agent. Uh, he, he is a free agent, and I don't think he's going back to Pittsburgh. So that year is very interesting. Humphreys was signed. That was A.J. Brown's rookie year, like the offseason that A.J. was drafted, yes. correct? Correct. So yes. they didn't know what they were going to get from A.J., they thought <laughs> they thought Corey Davis was going to be better than he was. They thought he was going to finally turn that corner. Well, Marcus Mariota was going into year five. And he, yeah, and he didn't turn the corner until the following year. Here's which is, here's Adam Humphreys was signed for Marcus Mariota. Yes. Not and then Ryan Tannehill, because remember that first preseason game with the Packers in Green Bay where Mariota threw the ball to Humphreys like five times on one drive. And I was like, oh my God, it's gonna be incredible. And Adam, I, I like Adam Humphreys. I think he is productive when healthy. He just wasn't healthy that uh, that much for Tennessee, and that's why he was uh, cut eventually. So when when Tannehill came in, Adam Humphreys had such a weird year because weird career in Tennessee because he was a blocker early on when Lawan was out uh, with his suspension, so he had to help Chip to protect on that left side. Then he started to play well. Then Tannehill came in. He made some nice plays. Then he hurt his ankle and he missed five games. Then he comes back and he was he was leading the team in receptions for a portion of the season. And then he got the concussion after being really productive. He and was he was leading only, a portion, and that was a that was a bad team. We I remember talking I, about that. That right. is not a great stat. That is not something. That is not a positive. But for that's Adam, what Adam Humphreys was brought in to help move the chains. And so that's where, Zach, I think my answer for this is there's one free agent that I think the Titans need to, need to replace Adam Humphreys with. And he's from under their nose. It's Anthony Ferkser. He is the, he is the pending free agent the Titans need to re-sign to replace Adam Humphreys. He is a restricted free agent. So the Titans have first right of refusal. That restricted free agent, according to OverTheCap.com, you would tag – 
him with that tender, that restricted free agent tender for $2.2 million a year. It's a one-year deal for Ferkser. What Anthony Ferkser does is the same thing as Adam Humphreys plus some. I joked a lot that Anthony Ferkser is Adam Humphreys like big little brother. They do the same thing. They play the same slot position and they get open. They find the sticks. They catch the football reliably and they move the chains. What the Titans are also is still a running football team. And so if you play Anthony Ferkser in the slot, you throw off defenses with your personnel groupings because Anthony Ferkser can also block from the slot better than what Adam Humphreys can do in the run game. Your Anthony Ferkser is how you replace though. it. Huh? Your offense lacks speed. Anthony Ferkser and Adam Humphreys, like, you, like, Adam Humphreys isn't speedy. He was quick and deceptive. That's what that position needs. That, but The speed comes from the who, who, Who's faster in your offense? A.J. Brown. And we never know, and, and John U. Smith, but we don't know what he's going to do. But right? AJ, like AJ Brown's the only guy under contract besides heavy, Nick Westbrook. But, but what works? Like heavy offenses, as we've learned, are not like they're a recipe to get you so far. But I, I would ask you kind of in this way, wouldn't you agree that how you win is with speed? Fast guys to make massive plays. Derrick Henry is who he's going to be, but the Titans don't have any speed on offense. So Derrick Henry is fast. I don't yes. want to, but you take him out. He is a bruising back that terrorizes corners and safeties with his stiff arm. They're not fast. AJ Brown is a number one wide receiver. He is a figure, but they have no other speed. Like that, uh, so Ferkser, I think I I agree with you one hundred percent, Austin. I think they're going to resign Ferkser. I am almost it's a pretty it's a no brainer. The only question is is Ferkser worth two point two million dollars after you paid him seven fifty k last year? That's I the would only say I, 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 maybe in their eyes, I would actually say yes. But the real question in replacing Adam Humphreys, you have to go out and get a speedy wide receiver that is reliable. Everything Adam Humphreys, you paid Adam Humphreys to be, but he was not. Adam Humphreys is not speedy. He's quick. So you need, in that slot position, you need quickness and the ability to get open. And that's what Anthony Ferkser gives you and the ability to help in the run game from Anthony that slot Ferkser's position. not quick. He, I, I think he's pretty quick. He's yeah. not. No, he's not. He's Stop. not Adam Humphreys Stop. quick, but he I can just get named, open. I just named five to six slot wide receivers that are free agents. Granted, a free agent. That's fine. I think, but you, have to I think pay you should go for guys. the draft. But they all they all are quick or fast. Your offense needs something. It's exactly. not had that. Okay. But you're also going to have to pay those wide receivers you named in free agency four times as much as you're going to have to pay Anthony Ferkser. So by 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 re-signing Anthony Furcher to replace Adam Humphreys, you take care of that Adam Humphreys role, in my opinion. Your offense you, doesn't improve. You, I'm not saying that you're done. We're talking replacing Adam Humphreys with Anthony Furcher is easy. Then you go draft a wide receiver in uh, like in the mid rounds, whatever it is, because you have pass rusher and all that corner that are still team needs. And we'll talk about Corey Davis here in a little bit. But I think Adam Humphreys takes care. I'm sorry, Anthony Ferkser takes care of Adam Humphrey's role. Do you need speed? Yeah, they needed speed last year because Cleve Raymond was supposed speed to be speed for the last 10 years. I Let's understand that. 
They've never drafted a speedy wide receiver. They thought Taewon Taylor well, they could have be that guy. They haven't had a draft pick that's a speedy wide receiver that's worked. He didn't, he didn't know how to play. Right. Right. But that so was it. Do they besides, need speed? Besides yeah. Taewon Taylor, who's a guy that can open up the back half of a defense? Justin Hunter, Taewon Taylor. Oh, my God. I'm, Justin I, Hunter was complete trash. Zach, you're asking me a question. Of he who couldn't they, open up the back half of the Zach, defense. because that was my point. Like, you're trying to, like, downgrade what I was saying. You, you asked me, who have they drafted at wide receiver that has speed? So I'm giving you the answers and proving the point that just drafting for speed doesn't work. Kendall Wright, Justin Hunter, Taewon Taylor. Those are three speed guys that all flopped. Oh, Doriel Green Beckham, big speed, but still speed. All sucked. Kenny Britt, that was 2009, so long ago, and many, many GMs ago. So you can't even really compare Kenny Britt. But the, the point is that when they've tried to go draft speed, it's failed. So if you ask John Robinson, which he said again in his press conference two weeks ago, about somebody specifically asked him about attaining more speed. And he said, well, the only two things we care about for our wide receivers are getting open and catching the football. And that's what he's going to say all the time. And A.J. Brown, Adam Humphreys, Anthony Ferkser, all three of those guys get open and catch the football. And so that's where I think Ferkser replaces Humphreys. Do you need to draft more speed at wide receiver? Absolutely. But you at least cancel out Humphreys with Ferkser so you can focus on building from what you had last year instead of going backwards. What round draft pick do you you use to get a slot wide receiver, in your opinion? Uh, third, fourth, fifth, something like that. I mean, like these wide receivers know how to play in the game because of college is preparing the wide receivers probably the best of any position right now. Like they, those guys can come in and make plays right away because they can simplify the position and scheme ways to just get the ball in their hands. And so I think I think wide receiver, third through fifth, those true middle rounds, you can find somebody who can be productive. Because what are you asking them to do? You're asking them in this Titans offense where Derrick Henry is going to get the ball over 300 times and A.J. Brown's going to get it 75-plus or so. You're asking this guy to get 30 catches. 30 catches across the year. That's like two catches a game to make something happen down the middle of the field or whatever to be a threat. Third to fifth round, that's a that's where you should draft a slot guy. And I just then worry Andy because they haven't really done that very well. They haven't been able to draft a third to a fifth round guy. Tajay Sharp needed time. Like his, his rookie year, the team was so bad, right? So that's yeah. why he got so many cat catches. But after that, they have not done a great job of drafting the exact – I don't disagree. That's the guy you need. That's just not the guy that they notoriously find. Well, and Tajay was a different thing. Like, they needed to – like, they're in a different position now. Like, when Tajay was drafted, their wide receiver group was so bad, they just needed somebody who could come in and learn the playbook and play efficiently. And that's what Tajay gave them, that, that he – he started the reliability from the wide receiver groups, and then they were able to draft over Tajay, and that's why he was re-signed, and now he's basically out of the league. It's you need now to get specific fits for your team. No, well, they, you no, they need to hit. Round. They need to hit. That, that's what they need to do. Obviously, Let's, yeah. like, they need to find – but I'm talking about hit. They need to hit in their wide receiver like they hit on Avery Williamson and Jayon Brown. They need to hit 
in their wide receiver like they hit on Janu. Now, it needs to be a lot quicker than Janu's progress because it took a little bit of time for him to come into his own. But John Robinson can't afford, as I, I have said, and I don't think you would disagree, this is John Robinson's most important draft. This is it. Yes. This is it. Michael Jackson, this is it. So don't die from going to sleep. Wake up and moonwalk all over the league by drafting the correct players to get your franchise who is really good. They're not great. Great teams are one, two, three seeds. They're really good, though. The Titans are really good. They need to get to great, though. They've been talking about good to great, good to great. Well, they went from good to really good. Find your ass into the great section. And the only way you do that is you draft well and you don't miss on guys in this these type settings. And unfortunately, in the last couple of years, they've just whiffed. They've they've they whiffed, and that has hurt them in their road and path to finding a championship. Yeah, Rob says if he screws this draft up, the Super Bowl window is screwed up, uh, is closed. And then <laughs> we're talking about speed, and Juan brings up Jalen Waddle runs a 4-2, just saying. Well, you are just saying that for no relevancy to the Tennessee Titans because Jalen Waddle's not dropping out of the top 12, and the Titans are not going to move up double-digit spots to go draft Jalen Waddle. So you are just saying about that 4-2. He's going somewhere else. The Titans have a lot of needs. I think when you're talking specifically about replacing Adam Humphreys, Anthony Ferkser fills that role. Then, yes, you need to address your speed at wide receiver, and you can do that in the draft because this draft is stocked full of wide receivers in the first round, in the second round, in the third round, and in the mid-round. You can find guys to fit what specific role you want in the mid-rounds of the draft, and that's what the Titans need to do uh, in April coming up. Okay, Zach. We've got some audio from our guy, Teron Davenport, about Corey Davis. So we'll play that and then ask you guys a Corey Davis question coming up. But first, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. Amari Rogers is very, very intriguing out of Clemson. He is. Um, but I, I will tell about Calvin Kevin Subtle. I just uh, I looked at that. But 615-448-6414, you can get brand new hardwood floors right in your house. We feature these every day on the show. CalvinandSubtle.com, 615-448-6414. They do hardwood floors and finishings. Talk to your wife or your girlfriend or yourself. doesn't really matter. Wherever your situation is, inside your home, upgrade your house, rip up that old carpet, and replace it with hardwood floors, dining room, living room, kitchen, uh, bedroom, whatever it is. Upgrade your house with Calvin and Subtle. They're trusted by A to Z Sports. Call them 615-448-6414 and say, hey, I heard about you on A to Z Sports. I want to upgrade my house. They'll do all of the legwork, all of the work. All you got to do is pick out your perfect hardwood floors. One to two weeks, they order the material and install, and you have a brand new home that feels so much better. That's CalvinandSubtle.com. It is eSports here live on a Monday. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app today. Sign up and use our code ATOZ Sports, the king of sportsbooks with BetMGM. They've got great parlay functions, the one-game parlay in the NBA that I have been uh, really working nicely uh, over the last couple of weeks. Download the app. Use that code ATOZ Sports. You can re receive a risk-free bet 
up to 600 bucks with your first deposit. That's a great get. You can turn that money into a lot more money or just get that money back in free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Zach, as we are talking about contract Corey Davis uh, and whether or not the Titans are going to re-sign Corey Davis. And I saw this on uh, social media, got this a lot of play, but our guy Teron Davenport, who covers the Titans for ESPN.com, went on the Pro Football Focus Fantasy Podcast and was asked about Corey Davis and the likeliness of him returning. And uh, here is TD's answer. I think Corey Davis will be back. And if not, do you see them making a play for one of these, you know, higher priced free agent wide receivers or at least using a higher end draft pick at the position? That's a tough question. Uh, it, it is. It's a really tough question. I, I think they want him to be back, but it just depends on that number. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, for the sake of, of not sitting on the fence, I'm going to say he'll be back. I believe they'll be able to, to figure out a number that works for all parties and, and bring him back. And he's settled in perfectly into a role opposite A.J. Brown. He's a guy that will definitely benefit from a lot of coverage. As you saw this past season, a lot of coverage rolling over to A.J. Brown's side. Corey Davis is able to eat on the backside as a one-on-one receiver. That definitely helps. And then his downfield block. He is really the epitome of what that offense wants as far as what Arthur Smith wanted last year and what I would imagine Todd Downing wants this year. Selfless, productive, and maximizing opportunities. So there's Teron there on the Pro Football Focus Fantasy Podcast. Zach, that's the first time you've heard that, I believe. What's your initial reaction? So I I agree with the first sentiment and everybody knows how I feel about Corey Davis, but I will say it it all is about the number. Like what is the value of Corey Davis? What is the worth of Corey Davis? And what are you willing to pay Corey Davis based on what you've already known about Corey Davis? Corey great Davis is a great guy. The locker room loves him. He's a great teammate selfless as Teron said very eloquently. And I agree with that, but how much are you going to pay a wide receiver in free agency. You just got done paying almost $30 million to Adam Humphreys, and he was a failure. You don't want to do that again. You can't afford to do that again at a wide receiver position. That Yes, you need downfield blocking with Derrick Henry, but I'm not willing to pay, pay this man what I think that he's worth. I'm just not. And I, th- this is what could happen. They don't sign Corey Davis. They go out and draft somebody who's not as good of a blocker downfield, and Derrick Henry's numbers go down. And we're going to sit there, and we're going to analyze and be like, well, man, they needed Corey Davis. Well, you don't need Corey Davis if you're going to have to pay him 12 to $13 million a year or some astronomical bunk-ass number that he's not worth. So don't overpay for Corey Davis because he's a good blocker and he's a selfless individual. <clears throat> My problem with Corey Davis is he catches the ball and he goes out of bounds. I want some fight. I want him to fight just as much as he blocks. And once he gets the ball, turn his ass, flip his hips, and try to get to the pylon. He doesn't show that he does that when I have seen him play, which I've seen every snap of his professional football career. I need that out of a 12 to $13 million man. Well, if they it, can get him for under 10, yeah. maybe I reconsider, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's like we, Austin saying that Jadeveon Clowney is going gonna to go for 6.9 or under. It's not going to happen. 
We'll, we'll find out. But nine million a year there on YouTube. Dadson says AJ's going to demand such a such a deal that no one wants money to get in the way. Corey, uh, tied up Ohio says Corey needs to be resigned. Can't wait to see Zach's blow up when it happens. Uh, well, that would be well, a fun- hey, the Titans have done dumb decisions before. They just for for, for the fact of or the excuse, I would say that. They promoted Shane Bowen after having a 28th, 29th ranked defense, and he was essentially a defensive coordinator, and and they gave some bunk-ass excuse. The Titans have made some questionable decisions. Hell, they drafted Isaiah Wilson. There's your most questionable decision that the franchise has made in the last decade of using a first-round draft pick on a player that has mental issues and is not team first and doesn't love ball and that's the way that they were targeting on drafting their players so the titans are not the perfect franchise in this world nobody's perfect but that you know that's what they've done Tight up ohio says re-signing Corey davis will not be a bad decision because that 15 million or 14 million dollars yes it would Okay, thanks for letting me finish my comment. But yeah, I that's what I was going to say. For a certain number, it would be a bad decision. For others' numbers, it would be a good decision. Uh, so Teron followed that up on Twitter, saying, from what I've been told, both parties want to make it work. For clarity, this isn't saying that a deal will undoubtedly get done. Obviously, the number has to be right for both parties. Yes, that that is, that is very clear in what Teron is trying to say. And Teron... Not riding the fence. Teron watches the show. I wonder if he got that from us of not sticking on that fence, saying that he thinks Corey Davis will be back in Tennessee. So here's this question, Zach. I want to float this out there, everybody. What percentage chance do you think Corey Davis will re-sign with the Titans? What percentage – so our percentage chance. What percentage chance do you think Corey Davis will be back with the Tennessee Titans? I think I'm very interested to see the percentages on this. Um, and Dadson says, if the reports are correct, I think Corey is realistic about his value and the team's future needs. What, what is Corey Davis's value? Corey Davis's value is, we don't really know that, but Corey Davis probably wants more targets to be more productive. Because if you look at pro football focus and you can take pro football focus with a grain of salt, as a piece of your puzzle, you're putting together about what you think about a player. Corey Davis ranks very high in production per target. He's just targeted so little because of the Titans offense and because A.J. Brown demands more targets and more attention because he's better than Corey Davis. So so I'm, I'm going to read some of the percentages, but yeah. Austin, I think that the Titans value, I mean, they definitely value Corey Davis more than other teams because of Derrick Henry. That And they should, right? They know that he is a good downfield blocking wide receiver. That is something that we've never questioned, and that and, has value and you when have you have to, the league's leading rusher. Like, because some Titans fans throw up in their mouth and swallow it whenever they hear Corey Davis downfield blocking. But, like, you have to, like, actually think about how they scheme the run game with Corey Davis being involved as a blocker. Like, how many times – we've all watched the Titans. How many times you watch Corey Davis motion from the outside – close to the line of scrimmage next to the tight ends and then run to that side because they use Corey Davis as a lead blocker at times. Like that's how effective he is. And so if you truly do value that and he has the ability to help out and get 900 plus yards and six touchdowns next to AJ Brown, then of course you should value that to a certain level value versus worth though. That's all right. I, I completely agree with everything you said. But he's not worth 
a five overall pick in the NFL freaking draft, and he's not worth 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 million dollars. So all of those things you said are true, but that does not equal the worth of Corey Davis in the scenario that the Titans are in right now as he enters free agency. I do want to say that. I also want to read some percentages because I'm very curious. The question is, what is the percentage chance do you think the Titans will re-sign Corey Davis? Josh goes with 85. Wow, these numbers are high. Good Lord. Jesus. I'm going to go with that because I did not see this coming, Austin. This is mind-blowing to me. Dadson goes 75. Tighten up goes 60. Maven goes 68. What are we doing here, people? Sir goes 60. Steven goes the complete opposite. It's a 0%. I can see Davis in a Ravens uniform. That's that would be a odd. terrible fit. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens would be a terrible fit for Corey B- Big 10 Jeff goes 65%. Now we're Even starting to Jeff? come a little bit back down. Sawyer goes 40, Rob goes 35, Sean goes 75, Bobby goes 65, Dom goes 65, Donald, now thank you, Donald, 25% says, I think Corey prices himself out. Golf clap to Donald for having some sense on these percentages. Wow. Damon goes 70, uh, Jared in 1056 goes 45 marquee goes 70 laney lane goes 45 mike goes 77 brent goes 51 kevin goes 40 now we're moving back down we came out here hot the stock market we opened the day and we rang that bell and that thing just shot up here's my favorite comment so far jeff rubel says i didn't want to go 50 50 so i went a little over 50 no jeff you went from 50 percent to 65 percent like if you wanted to go a little over 50 percent and not ride that fence which i respect just go at 55, like 65% is a is two-thirds almost. And, and look, tighten up oh, I was and I've, I heard this all the time, but I don't really care. They're saying, oh, he's a good Zach is a Corey Davis hater. This question, this question, well, I, I hate the fact that they wasted a number five overall pick because you don't get that that often where you don't have to draft a quarterback. In that situation, they didn't because they already had a quarterback, and then they wasted. Because he's not worth a number five overall pick. If you're number five overall pick, your ass needs to be closer to Julio Jones, not closer to Sammy freaking Watkins. And Shrike brings up a good point because you mentioned earlier that you're holding the fifth overall pick next to him. And Shrike says in his second contract won't be a fifth overall pick contract. It will not be a Julio Jones, Amari Cooper second contract. It's not. It will be based on the market. And look, the question is not about me. That, that's the reason why I read that comment, honestly, about the hating. It, this question is, what percentage chance do I think the Titans will re-sign Corey right. Davis? I am higher that the Titans would. If I'm the GM, uh, if I am John Robinson, I just say, don't ask me a question anymore. No comments. I don't want to hear the question. Stop asking. So quit asking. Now, I turn into Nick Saban real quick if we're talking about Corey Davis and I'm the GM. But for the Titans, I've told you, I think they have value there. I think that percentage, in my opinion, goes up because they just cut Adam Humphreys, right? They've made that decision. They have chosen possibly to look at Corey Davis. They have also said, I am. we are no longer looking at Adam Humphreys. 
I truly believe that there is a 38% chance that they re-sign Corey Davis. But the majority of my percentage, and I think 38 is a smart number, but that's my number, obviously. I think the reason why it is the way that it is, and it's a lot higher. It's higher today than it was last week. It's the price. It's the cost of living. It's running up. The prices right. are going up. Right. And Corey Davis's worth doesn't equal what you have to pay him. Yeah. <laughs> Brent says, will the Titans use a franchise tag? And if so, on which player? We'll talk about that probably later in the week because I do have an opinion on the Titans and the tag. Ty, Ty made me laugh because he says, Corey Davis is close to Julio. Neither one scores touchdowns. LOL, JK, don't kill me. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, that's that's fantastic. Because if you say JK or laughing emoji or LOL in your comment, joke, that's like a text, right? We, all, yeah. we understand that's a joke. When we get these crazy comments that are going full bore, like I, I can't think of the last crazy comment that we had, but I, that was oh, a funny I joke. Seen, I haven't seen Louie commenting today, so maybe Louie's pops not, Well, in. he'll listen later. Yeah, he'll listen later, and we'll get plenty of Louie's comments. But uh, So your percentage is 38% chance you think the Titans re-signed Corey Davis. I'm a little higher than that. I'm not above 50. So Teron Davenport said he thinks Corey Davis will be back because he thinks both parties are working towards finding the right number to make it fit for everybody, which is good. I think – I think Corey Davis would like to be back with the Titans offense. I think the Titans would like to have him back for whatever makes sense. So I'm at 45%. I'm not riding the fence. I'm directly below it. I, I still feel like odds are he will go somewhere else because Corey Davis, this is his opportunity to make a lot of money. And the Tennessee Titans will not be able to be the highest bidder for his services. And so personally, I think. Go get your money, and I don't judge any pro athlete for taking the biggest contract out there when they have the opportunity. No, you don't. You don't. I don't judge Avery Williamson for going to the Jets. Not at all. I judge the Jets for paying Avery Williamson that that contract. Exactly. So, well, what's I, the not, slow track worth? Uh, Does a, he a have that? I know you usually check that. I, I, I very. I'm curious about that because I think this can get somewhat of a gauge. I'm not saying because it's not correct. But that's all it is. It's an assumption. It's a gauge from a website that runs numbers. We use Spotrack a ton because it's valuable, factual information. This is a projection. But I would be curious to see who. This is good because I think we can actually have a good discussion on this. Okay? Like, I actually really, really like this number. And I think the Titans would do this. Calculated market value for Corey Davis annual salary nine point eight. So I always and, think and when so we they go have, to these they numbers, the, they're higher. These numbers typically are higher. Yeah. So nine point eight, they say a market value, a contract looks like four years for thirty nine and a half. Average of nine point eight. Uh, that would be the the twenty third highest paid wide receiver, which I think is a deal. Uh, the, the other contracts they compare that to, ironically, Adam Humphreys. Uh, Robbie Anderson, who got a two-year, $20 million deal. Sammy Watkins, who got a one-year, $9 million deal, who's on his third contract, kind of. Tyler Boyd got a four-year, $43 million deal. I Remember I Where said before— Tyler Boyd play? Cincinnati? Yeah. Yeah. So he's the number two. He's the Corey Davis to A.J. Green, where A.J. Brown, Corey Davis. Well, and then T. Higgins has emerged. 
Right, right, right. So I, I do think, and I think Sammy Watkins is a great. Quickly, um, a, you mentioned AJ Green, or is he? Is 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 AJ Green? Uh, are you out? See, too old, too many injuries. Yeah, no, it, it's not a product of environment. It is. It has been, but it's also he's towards the end of his. Like the plane is landing. Like Tyler Boyd I mean, is thirty three. He's not like I mean, Danny Amendola is thirty six. They play different positions. I guess AJ Green is a vertical wide receiver at thirty three years old. He's too old, and so he can still be. He needs to adapt. He needs to find that mid range jumper. Right. He can't be scoring fifty yard bomb touchdowns. Where's the mid range jumper? Where's the next? level of his career like Larry Fitzgerald adapted beautifully when he got older he became a possession guy caught red zone touchdowns uh and was not like getting a bunch of yak all the time but I do think um Corey Davis a four-year deal for just under 10 a year I think people will jump on board that, for that. I, yeah they, but that's not going to be the deal Brent says this, when Austin mentioned earlier that the Titans only have two wide receivers currently under contract, that tells me Corey Davis will likely be back. The only guys they have under contract right now are A.J. Brown and Nick Westbrook. Because they cut Adam Humphreys, Corey Davis free agent, Khalif Raymond, Cam Batson free agents. I mean, they but, might have one of those practice squad guys on a future contract, but nobody cares about that. This is why I get so pissed off. Zero tight ends are under free agent. All four of those guys are pending free agents. We, we, we just talked about it. The, guys, this is what I feel. The reason why I get so ticked off on Corey Davis is because we just mentioned AJ Green. AJ Green, do you know what where when he was drafted? What number? Fourth. Yes, fourth overall. That's the type of production that a wide receiver picked in the top five should have. They should have multiple thousand yard wide seasons. And the fact is, and A.J. Green has had that. I mean, there's no doubt about that. He, well, look at the quarterbacks that he played with earlier on when he was when he was busting out. Andy like had, freaking Dalton. Andy Dalton for a few years. And then didn't he have, did he have uh, Carson that is, Palmer? You actually proved my point. Thank you for doing that. I was going to bring that up. Andy Dalton could was is better played better than Marcus Mariota. Like, Marcus Mariota hurt so many wide receivers. Like the Dalton only was the only great. guy who could the only guy who was thriving behind Marcus Mariota was Delaney Walker because Delaney Walker was running seam routes and Mariota can't throw it outside the numbers. All, all I'm saying is even when he had Tannehill who was playing at an elite level, he couldn't get to a thousand yards because somebody else who's better than because, him. Because yeah, because AJ Brown's better. That's that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. You drafted a guy who's well, the no, beast it is a bad AJ thing. Brown. It is a bad thing. You also had a two thousand yard rusher. It that's is a bad like, thing. Like a that, number five overall pick should never be worse than a second round pick. But guess what? That's the reality. And that's thing. okay. And that's no, okay. No, it's not. They should it have is. two great wide receivers. And he should be in his fifth year. We shouldn't even be talking about this. No, the fifth that's year the option, point. the fifth year option for Corey Davis was ridiculously high, at like 15 or 16 million dollars a year. It was never gonna be an option. If he no, no, it was when they drafted him, it absolutely should have been an option. No, because if if he was worth the fifth year option, then they would have signed a long term extension before you even get to that point. And that should have happened. So the fifth year option for a wide receiver should thing. never be picked up because that's, it's sixteen million dollars. I'm trying, just trying to get all Titans fans back down to earth of what Corey Davis is and was and drafted for. Like that's important. And then now I'm trying to understand that and go forward with what you are forced to pay this man in a free agent free agency that 
is so inflated at this position that he's never he's going to be Adam Humphreys. He's never going to live up to this contract. All right, Ty says Dalton threw way more touchdowns and yards than Marcus. Hard to compare Titans wide receivers with the rest of the league. Run too much. Yeah, that's what the Titan Up podcast, guys, of saying that the Titans receiving yards are like the Canadian dollar. It's just you have to understand that it's not on the same scale of everybody else in the NFL. And, and Teron goes, I agree Corey Davis was overdrafted. I think everybody in this world would agree with that. that he's Even John Robinson agrees that Corey Davis was overdrafted because we've reported, Bucks reported over the years that they tried to trade back. Uh, fair, That's but they factual. didn't. If, if ifs and buts were beers and nuts, we could have a freaking party. If if they didn't drive, draft Isaiah Wilson, his ass wouldn't be in my timeline. Finish the Teron comment. And he says, but is that something you still hold against him? Yes. Because you have to pay him. It's a good question, Teron. You don't but have I absolutely to pay him. hold it against him because you should understand as a franchise his true value Zach. Zach. being in the. Hey, uh, hey, let me finish, Austin. If you want me to answer the question, you told me to answer the question. For four years, you have an opportunity opportunity to figure out exactly what Corey Davis is. You overdrafted him. He's not worth a fifth overall pick. He probably is like a third round wide receiver based on his numbers. So that is what that is. Don't pay him. You just made the mistake of Adam Humphreys of overpaying $9 million of a guy you thought you knew because John Robinson had ties and probably vetted him from the Bucks. Now you're going to pay. He's going to yield more than $10 million a year. Zach, you're all over the place with this, man. So let, let me just say this. Please let me say this. Because Bobby, you've made Bobby go all caps screaming because you were not paying Corey Davis based on his fifth overall draft pick. You were paying Corey Davis on what he's done the last four years on the football field. And you're not overpaying when he was drafted him. in April of 2017. You're paying him on what he's done the last four years combined. No, that you're not- overpaying him because he's a free agent in a wide receiver market this year. The running back market is different than the wide receiver market. They yield different numbers. The wide receiver market, just like the outside pass rushing market, is inflated. These are facts, homie. Straight facts. So, Corey Davis, who you understand is not valued and will not be valued correctly because of an inflated position market. Zach. Stop. Like you've got like for your own sanity and frankly, my sanity, you have to please move on from the fifth overall pick because that's not. I didn't relevant say anything about a fifth overall pick in the last. You weren't listening, bro. I, I was listening. Listen up, pal. I don't know what I, I you were not listening to the last six sentences that I said because I didn't once bring up the five overall pick. I wasn't responding directly to that. I'm just then saying. Why, you, why, why were you going because back? Because you bring up the fifth overall pick every time we talk about Corey Davis, and we need to understand it's not about that anymore. It's about, it's about the inflated market of the wide receiver position this free agency. Okay. And what Corey, Corey Davis is valued. I am not talking about the fifth overall pick. We all agree with Teron and me and everybody in this damn virtual chat that he was overdrafted. 100% gavel, strike, done. But after that, He's not worth $10 million. I agree. <laughs> Nobody said they're going to pay him $10 million. We just talked about the Spotrack market value being under $10 million at 9.8. So does $200,000 per year really matter to you? Is that like a massive, that, is that a in or out I, number? I, 
I, an average of 10 million plus because it's not going to be 10 million flat. It'll probably be a little over that, right? Like when we t- when we say $10 million, we're talking like 10.0 to 10.9. That's if it has a 10 on it, that's $10 million. If he's paying less than that, I think it's okay. If you can get Corey Davis on a financially s- structured deal where it's a lower cap hit this year and it grows because the cap's going to jump up to like 220 next year off or whatever, it's going to end up being like 185 this year, then I think it's okay. If you can pay Corey Davis on average less than $10 million a year, I think it makes sense because what do you have right now? A two-year window to make the most of this opportunity with a quarterback and a running back who are really good and a cheap A.J. Brown. So spend money elsewhere to go for it because your offense has to carry you there while you rebuild the defense. It's worth it to re-sign Corey Davis for nine point whatever million dollars a year to make this these next two years maximize because he helps this offense be better. He does 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 he does he score touchdowns? Not as much as you would probably like, but he helps his teammates score touchdowns. There's a direct Corey, co- uh, correlation between the Titans scoring touchdowns and Corey Davis being on the field. Do you like paying ten plus million dollars to somebody that helps instead of scores them themselves? I, I I think Corey. What? Say that one more time. Corey Davis, are you willing to pay him ten million dollars to not score a lot of touchdowns? He does a lot of things for you. He's, I didn't he's ask valued. you that. I didn't ask you that. I asked, are you willing to pay $10 million to Corey Davis to not score a lot of touchdowns? I mean, if he scores five to seven touchdowns a year and he has he doesn't. like nine, He doesn't score seven touchdowns. Well, he had six last year and he's had three touchdowns, four touchdowns in the playoffs. Like the guy, the guy scores touchdowns. He had, he had two touchdowns in a meaningless uh, Patriots Actually, game a couple of years ago. Well, no, the, the first one was very meaningful because it put the Titans up seven, nothing. So they got blown out. Okay. But they were up seven, nothing because of Corey. They were up by 10 against Kansas city. Corey Davis, I think has a lot of value for how he fits this offense. And I do think they should pay him around $10 million, a little less than $10 million a year. All right. Future discussion. We don't have time to do this today. We can do this. Maybe, maybe Wednesday. Who knows? Depends on the Titan show of how this work week shakes up. I'm going to ask you this. I don't want you to answer it. Okay. We're going to go and put two guys head-to-head. Corey Davis at whatever number, and we're going to figure out a number for Allen Robinson. Okay? And we are going to go to the chat later this week, and we are going to hash out who you'd rather have for what price they would cost. I think it's a great discussion. I think both offer something. One scores more touchdowns than the other. One's a better blocker than the other. Let's do that later this week. Allen Robinson versus Corey Davis, power to the people. Let's duke it out right here live on AZ Sports at 8 a.m. All right, sounds good. Now, what can the Titans actually get in an Isaiah Wilson trade? This has the potential to be a funny conversation, but what can the Titans actually get with an Isaiah Wilson trade. But first, I'm going to tell everybody about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever an injury happens in life, make sure you know where to go to get the best care possible uh, because you need that. They've got all the great facilities right there in one building uh, to set yourself up to getting back to how you were living life and make sure that injury gets behind you, boneandjointtn.org. 
A to Z Sports, don't forget BetMGM. They are the title sponsor of this show. If you enjoy this show, if you enjoy the topics and the discussion, support our sponsor, BetMGM. Download the app today and use promo code A to Z Sports. And it's not just support. You can win money. It's a it's an enjoyable, whether you call it a hobby, whether you call it some sort of uh, – uh, Use it as a hobby because you don't need to be using it as like supplemental income. No, no, don't pay your rent or mortgage with it. Don't pay your rent or mortgage with it, but have a fun time doing it and they can help you out with a risk-free $600 bet to start by using promo code ATOZ sports. All right. So what is, uh, what can the Titans actually get from an Isaiah Wilson trade? That's the question uh, we've got right now. Uh, I mean, you guys are bringing the jokes, which I appreciate uh, for sure. Uh, but what what could the Titans actually get from an Isaiah Wilson ch- trade? Shrike says a bag of Cheetos. Sean says a box of animal crackers with nothing but pandas in it. <laughs> Take the deal. Uh, use it for boat. Yeah, yeah. G-Man's saying that Zach can use his his BetMGM winnings on boat rentals. I'm going back. I I, I, I may book that trip today. I can't, I'm not going to let this snow keep me from the Florida Keys and drinking a pina colada. Uh, DJ has a pack of medical masks, some stale Funyuns, and a pack of Skittles. Uh, but really, like a pack of gum that's not expired by 30 years. I still have to eat this 30-year-old gum coming up later on today, which I'm not excited about. Uh, and a Gatorade. Um, if someone offers him anything, I take it to get him off the books. Dale, I agree. The goal of this should be to get Isaiah Wilson off of your books as financially responsible as possible. Cutting him would hurt now. You would be able to go fight and get later on and like get that money back, but it's not going to help you out immediately because that's going to have to play out in a process that takes longer than when they have to be under the cap for this year. So I think cutting him is a bad idea because it hurts because of how tight the Titans are in cap situation. So I think you have to... I think, I think you just have to, if it's a seventh round pick for 2022, you do it. I think whatever it takes to get him away from you, you have to take that. And I think other teams know that. Yeah, I, uh, when it comes to personal problems, uh, I think in business, I'm not saying you don't give somebody second opportunities, but you don't give somebody second opportunities who have not taken the first step to rehabilitate their problems. I think he's beyond second opportunity. Right. Well, and, and that's why I, I mean, I think if somebody gives you a seventh round pick, you just let, yes, right? But that's that's kind of the least, right? I don't think anything will be offered for him because he has not started his rehabilitation process. If he ever will. I mean, I don't know. He may become a, a YouTube rapper and count his money. I hope the Titans come back and try to recoup all the money that they possibly can to teach this this man a lesson he needs to be he needs to be taught he's an adolescent i mean that's what he is he he should be a grown man and he's not and you know all the other bs tweets they're like man all love for all the ones that love me and support me all hate you you're for the haters well stop being a dumbass dude like you get haters when you're a dumbass and he's he's done Numerous things that have yielded that title, but he hasn't started his rehab process. He, If he went to go get help, 
He's going to a therapist. He's fixing his ways. He moved to another place uh, away from his cronies, right? Or the guppies that are sucking from the teat of the panda bear. Then maybe I take a chance on him. But no team should take a chance on Isaiah Wilson. He has shown nothing uh, thus far to say that he's going to get better. Yeah, and Teron agrees with you 100% right. He has to want help first. Uh, needs a new friend base. So I don't disagree. Uh, J-Rob says, or Shrike says, if J-Rob was okay with Casey being traded for a seventh rounder, J-Rob should be giddy for a seventh for Panda. But that was, I mean, yes and no, but Jarrell Casey, you're also trading away like $30 million. We don't there. realize how good of a trade that was. I I did. I said I'm all about it. No, I was, no, like I'm, we as in like a, a community of uh, as a whole, we went with instant reaction of, whoa, what are they going to do to now – that was a really smart decision. Now, John Robinson should be credited for the good decisions he makes. He should be criticized for the bad decisions that he also makes. The Jarrell Casey timing was a very smart general manager move. He signed him when he should have signed him to an extension. He paid his guys for what he had done for all of the years that he had played for a crap-ass team and made Pro Bowls and then got rid of him once he got too expensive, and it was what it was. Yeah, so what could the Titans actually get in a trade? I feel like it's it's a seventh rounder for like two years down the road, like not even 2021's draft pick. Like, but no, no, they don't do they trade that future of capital? Yeah. What do you think the Colts were doing with Carson Wentz? Like that happens all the time. Well, what what future but you said two years down the road. That's 2022. Was... Yeah. This is the 2021 draft. And then. Oh, okay. Now I, see I was, I was envisioning 2023. So now it makes sense. <laughs> no, we are in 2021 right now. And the draft hasn't happened. So yeah. So I think like a 2022 seventh round draft pick and say, thank you. Enjoy Isaiah Wilson. We're taking him off our hands. Yes. I appreciate it very, very much. And Tides for Life said, I don't even think they would get that. I, I don't know. It'll it'll be very interesting, but they need to do something because he's just an eyesore on the entire Titans organization. It is eSports here live on a Monday. It is time, Zach, for bad sales job. But first, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai, which is an easy sales job for you. Absolutely easy because I drive a Hyundai. I absolutely love my Hyundai. The 2021 Hyundai Palisade is here, and they have it in stock at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. I drive a 2012 Sonata, and I've said many times on or even our radio show and on our, our digital show, it's the best car purchase I've ever made in my life. I've had zero problems. It's been so reliable. I have two moonroofs, not to brag, but you can have two, two as well. It is unbelievable. It is. It has GPS. It's got, it's limited. It is great. And it all for a great price. It had a hundred thousand mile warranty too. You can get all of these perks by driving a Hyundai and by buying from WilsonCountyHyundai.com. If you or your family member are thinking about buying a car, at least try them out. They're going to give you a good deal and you'll save money. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. All right. It is eSports. It is time for bad sales job Monday where Zach and I each give the other something they have to, uh, convince us and give us a sales job on it. A 30 second sales job here. Bad sales job. We are even five and five, which means I've won five. You've won five. So it's gone back and forth. I don't think anybody's won two weeks in a row. Zach's coming off of a win uh, from last week. So bad sales job, Zach, it is my turn to go first. 
<clears throat> and I'm going to have you sell us on why drinking water is overrated. Drinking water is overrated. Okay. I think I've uh, got I will you. I will start the, your 30 second clock uh, as soon as you start your sales job. Why drinking water is overrated. Okay. Regular water is overrated. You know why? Because the trend of today's age, we're in a brand new era. LaCroix. That's why. It's sparkling water. And I highly recommend Pomplemousse. That is the best flavor. But they've got orange, apple, cherry lime, kiwi. We want options. In today's age in our society, we're a Google world. I need options. I need flavors. Regular water? Gross. Disgusting. LaCroix? Yes. Buble. Michael Buble. Who doesn't love Michael Buble singing about bubbly, which is sparkling water? Regular water is overrated. Okay, you went with the, the LaCroix angle. So, uh, Brock just says LaCroix is disgusting. <laughs> All right, so there's Zach's job. Zach's bad sales job. Michael Buble, interesting. Mookie says a poor job. Fail from G-Man. I thought that was very good. No honestly. comment from me yet. Sparkling dirty sock water, Rob says. <laughs> well, they're they're going on based on what they like. That's the issue. Well, is that's not what it is. It's you, a sales job on against water. Maven gave you an eight out of ten. Okay, and Puka says weak. Okay, now it's my turn. All right, Austin, I got to come with the heavy hitters today, <clears throat> and you have to sell us why all adolescents should be tried as adults. For the crimes they commit. Everybody should have the same punishment. So if a 16-year-old or a 12-year-old or 11-year-old commits a crime, they should serve the same sentencing as a 35-year-old man or a 45-year-old man. But that's what you have to sell us on. Oh. Let me get the timer. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. You prepare your clock there. You ready? Yep. Okay. Clearly our justice system isn't working. The The rate of a adolescent who gets in trouble and then being rehabilitated is not very high. Usually they become repeat offenders because it's not working well. So maybe we should try uh, trying those adolescents as adults to actually punish them for the crime properly so they get the proper rehabilitation before they just get sent back out there because it's not working in the first place. So if it's not working, you have to try something to fix it, and that might Stop. be the easiest fix. <laughs> you, I don't really think you gave us any information. Rehabilitation. The, if, the yeah, if the justice well, I mean, system that's is bought, you have to, like, I, I don't have any information about that off the top of my head. 
And so that is brutal. I lost that. Well, B-Ret says I win. That was brutal. B-Ret says I won. And then somebody else says, Rob says Zach hands down. I agree. I think this is our worst performance um, of bad sales. Uh, you, I, I don't, but uh, see, I, I actually gave substance. I felt that you, what am I going to do? Like you're asking me to like, I don't have like that. That actually needs like statistics. <laughs> like, you know. Well, it's a bad, it's all bad sales job. Right? Exactly. I mean, but, but you, like you set me up in something that needs proper research. Not like that. You can like BS something to win. What do you mean? Proper research. Try it as an adult. I mean, you know, you like, it's pretty common. That's the that's the point of the thirty seconds is you can do. I went with Michael Blue Blood. I could have gone with like kidneys don't need that much water or something just crazy. Yeah, I think um, I think Zach won. Puka says draw. I, I think I have to give this point to Zach. I I agree. I, I'm not saying like again. I would relinquish if that was. I mean, I've had some bad performances in this series, <laughs> but I well I. I I had that moment about like halfway through. I was like, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> Just in my head, like, ah, this is over. Uh, so I will take the win if you'll yield it to me. I, I think you deserve the win. All right. So I'm up one, six, five. Like, we, we, it, it's, this is what we were talking about. Like, these are difficult. And you know what shows that it's working? And because it's kind of vote to the people or, like, I mean, I did the wrong, I sold the wrong thing a few weeks ago. I lost, right? Like, there was no way I was going to win that. Right. It's going back and forth. I mean, we're not, it's not one person is better than the other. These bad sales jobs are tough. Like, why you don't need to use your boinker system is really hard to sell. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good one. Why, uh, why blinkers need I went to be, with the bike. I, I was thinking about how bad that was. Like, signals. the bike signals. That was so stupid. I, that yeah. was bad. Yeah. All right, uh, D- Dadson says Zach lied. Austin told the truth, but yeah, it sells. And what do you mean I lied? I, I don't know. I was just reading a comment. I didn't know what what that meant. B. Rett says it should have been a draw, but I know I think uh, I think Zach won that one. Okay. I think it's Titans and Titans for life usually hates me, and he's saying I won by point one point. I'll take that. I think I agree. I think it was very close, but um, the he, Adam Gase he, one was the toughest one. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty difficult. All right. Uh, so it's time now for me to eat this 30 year old gum. And I'm not well, Austin. Let me stop you there because unfortunately, or fortunately for you, we have to do this together. Oh, you did. You held this from me. I missed Thursday show. And so you can hold things to get your true reaction, not to lie to you. No, I'm with you. I get you. That makes me happier. So, yes, this is an A to Z experience experiment. And if we're both sick tomorrow, we go to the hospital. It's been fun. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. I just, I've, and and nobody else mentioned this either. So I was worried about that. I mean, this. It's so hard. That was an open. That's what she said joke. But that my well, I was looking at the yellow spot on my pink gum. Like, why is there a yellow spot? On oh, that? yeah, there, it's gross. I mean, there's some like dirt on it. Well, that's because you took yours out of the wrapper. All right. So, damn it. We have to each do this. Uh, but I first have to tell everybody 
<laughs> just cracked. Just cracked again. I got first got to tell you about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. So check them out. If you want to look to uh, add to that long-term equity, uh, build your overall long-term wealth, RentersWarehouse.com can make that happen for you. They create extra cash flows for you and your family by taking your property and then turning it into a rental money-making machine. Uh, they have great inventory if you're currently renting and want uh, want to move. Uh, they are the pros, so they keep up with all the changing regulations uh, to make it easy on you, the homeowner, to rent out your property at renterswarehouse.com. Uh, it has no smell. So... I don't know what that means. We'll the find out. The went away probably in like 92. That's taste. So I'm jumping in because I want to get this over with. Okay. Here we go. I don't have any words, but. That is gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. Okay, well, that happened. God, that's over. Oh, he's throwing up. Did you throw <laughs> I'm up? Like, no, I'm like Steve-O gagging. <laughs> Corona! <laughs> I'm done with this. Let's end the show. Ugh. That was a terrible idea. A bad idea from our Preds writer, Alex Doherty. Funny for others, not for us. Um, I'm going to end the show, Austin. Thank you for watching. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Adios. Bye.